Well, good morning on this beautiful August 8th, Wednesday. This is the We Are MCBS podcast. I am Ben Macaron, and we are joined here, thanks to a lot of help from the search parties in the milk cartons, the billboards, by Mr. Pete Episcopo. I am back, yes. It's great to be here. Had a wonderful time away in beautiful Seattle and Canada and all over the place. I know we're still waiting for Jason to show up, but at least part of the team is back, so we're getting there. Yeah, we're slowly getting there. Fifty yeah. percent—that's you know better than nothing. Better, better than, than nothing. The, yeah, where we were last week. Although you guys, I'll tell you what—you guys are nailing it, man, on the podcast. So awesome work. We try our hardest. Yeah. But we are not only joined by P. We also have two more special guests. If they want to introduce themselves. Hello, my name is Brandon. Hey, it's Rigel. Oh, thanks for coming, boys. And we're also joined always by our wonderful Woohoo crew. Woo! All right, we have a few great stories here, folks. Uh, we're going to start off with, I don't know about you guys. I know I'm a frequent user of this service. Does anybody here use Uber? Yeah. I used it uh, in yeah. Seattle, by the way. They were awesome there. It's usually a great service, but there was actually a story that broke that an Uber driver was recording his passengers on Twitch's In Real Life oh, that's not, Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all because <laughs> it was out there consent. And uh, Uber acted pretty quickly. They already suspended the driver. It's been a yes. big deal because they're trying to help with their uh, image of their security because I know that's been a problem in the past. You know what I think, Ben? What? I think they suspended him for publicity simply because as long as one party agrees, it's legal for him to record, which he's fine with recording it. It's completely legal. There's no if, ends, or buts. It's not in any contracts. It's not in any of that. It's completely legal. Is, is that legal. like a security thing? Like you can run a camera in that car just to be sure, right? Yes. That you have evidence of if anybody accuses you of anything. So exactly. this isn't like, a, you know, we were on a phone call. I recorded you and that's mm-hmm. illegal mm-hmm. without your consent. This is like you can do this. You and can. so, right. Yeah. Okay. Even you as a passenger should be aware that, okay, this is a thing, especially in an Uber. This could be a thing. Right. So you would want to make sure what you're saying isn't, you know, obstructive or... Yeah, yeah. I'm, de- I'm definitely with you on that. It's part of a publicity stunt because they've, again, have had problems in the past because they had that big lawsuit with uh, the taxi drivers over rape. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone has started to see, like, the Uber driver filming the crazy passenger by now. There's yeah. so many of those videos. Like, to not allow the Uber driver to film would really be bad because they need to protect themselves, too. It's a video age. I mean, I don't know if you remember not too long ago... In Russia, for example, everyone had some kind of camera in their car because people were running into people for quick insurance money and everything. So well, I have everyone my had to, yeah. I have too. <laughs> it's, it's, Front it's and rear. Yeah. yeah. So everybody like just wants proof, you know. So that's understandable, though. I wouldn't have a problem with it. So they fired him or suspended him? They fired him. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So was his Twitch stream getting any traction because of it? Like, how did people find out that he was Twitch streaming? Someone reported him on his Twitch. Someone found out, saw him recording somebody without the consent. They filed a complaint. Is oh, that what, wow. So somebody who found the Twitch stream. Wow. Is that oh, what God. the issue is, though, that I repurpose the video for, like, an entertainment thing? And is that where the rub is on all this? That I'm recording you in the car for a, like, safety sake or for the record is one thing, but then repurposing that content for any kind of entertainment or something, is that where where the kind of rub comes in. Well, Pete, I have no clue, actually. (laughs) I don't think anybody really knows what Uber is actually thinking inside their internal space because simply we see it as this is legal. Why is he being suspended? Why is he being fired? It's not like he was trying to destroy the world with his content. Even if it was entertainment, 
twisted to be entertainment because obviously he twisted it that way it was still someone being recorded if he wants to record himself he can do that because it's for his own safety argue it or not so i don't know what it is it's, an, you know, it's an interesting conversation though right because people still get recorded without their consent and it mm -hmm. ends up on youtube and stuff and these are where the i guess the where the lines blur because anything you do at least this is what we talk about in mcbs or we talk about it in any kind of professional environment you have like waivers or any kind of thing like that that people are signing and saying okay like i'll give you a great case in point amazon ran the closing ceremonies of the u.s special olympic games in seattle when we walked in it said amazon welcomes you to the closing ceremonies and then right under that it said you will be photographed and we can use your photographs and you consent to it so even at that public event there was some kind of approval that you're granting and seeing when you go in and maybe that's just something that people understand, like this is something that can be used elsewhere. Oh, and, and then even at the end of the day, in real life streams are a complete genre on Twitch where people literally just walk around filming themselves, interacting in the public. Yeah. Like it is a genre. But I mean, like if I was in a car and then that video ended up somewhere and I was kind of like not knowing they were going to post it, it would be kind of like to me, I work here or I do this and I just that. No, I, I do agree. There should be some consent or you know what I mean? visual yeah. saying yeah. Well, I think you're yeah. being recorded. I think it all just comes down to privacy and everybody wants their privacy respected and speaking of respect and privacy everybody's favorite privacy defender mr facebook and i think rigel has a story about them everyone's heard of facebook everyone knows they've been you know not doing the greatest these days uh, pretty sure but essentially their quarter two earnings didn't line up to what wall street predictions were they predicted 13.4 billion and they ended up with 13.2 billion mm -hmm. it's still a growth over last year but it has decelerated in the number of current users and the number of people actually advertising on Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg said like yeah this is going to keep happening because we're focusing right now you know on their publicity and security and things of that nature but the stock market still did not like this I think they lost about 120 billion dollars in their stock I hate when that happens to me when I was at 3.4 billion and suddenly am I 3.2 billion it's a hit I mean you lose that one yacht, that extra house in Cabo. Ruins my whole. No, seriously, I. You know that's a lot of dough on a on one day, and so the investor reaction was just like. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. like they predicted thirteen point four billion, and they got thirteen point two billion, so they lost one hundred twenty billion in stock value. Yeah. Uh, I think it was twenty three percent of their stock. I mean, I'm surprised though because their stock must be huge. Then I didn't know it was that big. Even there's a lot of room you have though when you're valued at such a high rate, and so you do have. When we keep hearing of these losses, it's a lot of padding in there. But still, when your stock keeps tumbling and I mean, how many people have they lost? I don't even know what the number is, but a lot of people have canned Facebook accounts. It still seems to be like something that grandparents and yeah, that's just, <laughs> some people still do. That's but, a stereotype that I've yeah. like heard for a while is that it's all just, you know, your parents trying to reunite with their <laughs> high school friends. <laughs> which is not true. Which is not true. I, I think there's still more people. <laughs> yeah, I see that with the couples like showing their kids. Like that's the kind of why I see Facebook guys now. Do you, really? Do you, did you, I don't use it that much You guys anymore. didn't delete your accounts, right? No. I didn't either. I think, no, I think Facebook's going through a transition, really. As the world becomes more conscious, people will be aware that there's no such thing as privacy, and then it won't be such an issue. Because right now, that is the issue. It's privacy, really. I agree. I think there's just the point to where you have to have, you say, look, I have skin in the game. As long as I'm not doing anything dumb with it, it's like, look, they know. And, and if you it's are like, doing something dumb, people yeah. probably already know. But yeah. really, are you that important that the world cares about whatever there's that dumb people, thing yeah. was? It's a lot of people you living know, out there. There's a lot and of so, people yeah. doing dumb yeah. things. It'd yeah. be hard to stand out by doing dumb things. I don't yeah. think they're worried about what I'm doing 
every day because I'm pretty boring, but it's true. You have to realize, look, they know. They have your data. You signed the agreement. I don't even know what I'm signing half the time. I just know I like when Google, when I need something from Google, I just go, yeah, that's a really cool feature. Yeah. Okay. I don't care if you. Yeah, nobody reads that whole contract. Do what you want. I still like, I really never use Facebook. I only use it for Messenger because other people have Facebook. So it's sort of a reliable, quick Messenger app. There's a trade-off in this. And I don't want to get off the Facebook conversation, but it's true. Like when we do sign those things or say, okay, there is a degree of, yeah, okay, you can use my data and whatever. But I don't know. I don't find it's real intrusive for me or anything like that. Overall, they just got to kind of clean up their act. Like they've, like you said before, it's publicity. That's the main reason they're going through this problem. So hopefully they figure it out and they can turn things around. What's the takeaway though, in terms of like a strategy thing, if you're Facebook? So what would you be doing if you're Zuckerberg? Your stock just took a tumble. You're sort you know, I don't know if you're hemorrhaging users, but it's not going so good. What do you do today? Well, I think Zuckerberg is doing a good job now because he's actually being public and addressing all those things. I feel a lot of people grow that mistrust because they don't get to hear from the person behind it. But the fact that he's just being open discussing everything and being honest you know it's we're focusing on security you know our earnings aren't the top priority right now we're focusing on you know those mistrust issues you know i feel it's a good thing what he's doing yeah you know what pete i don't think there's any issues i don't think this is a problem i think people are just they like to talk you know it's complaints that's what it is that how we humans work we work mm -hmm. off emotion i don't think there is a problem i think we're just moment in time that's all it is. And basing things off of stock traders isn't smart. Everyone knows they're the most volatile people on earth. <laughs> uh, someone at the company stubs their toe. Oh, 50% of their stock, gone. That's that's how it works. Well, speaking of another big corporation, I think Brandon has a story about another one of America's favorite brands, Walmart. Yes, Walmart. We all know Walmart. Well, Walmart wants to compete with Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. I know it's crazy, but it's a thing. Walmart's video platform, Voodoo, they're transitioning it into a full-fledged video media platform like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Why? Nobody really knows, but hopefully at some point Walmart will come out and say, this is why we're doing it. This is what we're trying to do. Maybe they might say we're just playing around. We're just experimenting, but it seems like it's an actual thing and they are trying to do it. I don't know where we're going to go from here because are you going to watch a Walmart streaming? Well, platform? you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, what else did they do recently, right? They did a, you don't have to join like or sign up for a year or pay any amount of money, but they're trying to do the whole Amazon thing where you can go online, order stuff, and they'll send it to you within two days. And so I'm wondering if they're going after the Amazon model of, hey, we already have all this stuff that we could send to people and we have our own warehouses, so let's just make it easier. And if they don't want to get in the car and drive to Walmart, Oh, and by the way, we're going to try some of that movie stuff, too. So I don't know. That's what I that's my takeaway is I think they're looking at the Amazon model and saying there's no real competitor to Amazon right now out there that does the same thing. Yeah, In their so, boardroom right now, yeah. all they have on a big marker board was as is, is would be uh, what would Amazon do? <laughs> Somebody make that bumper sticker. <laughs> like a T-shirt. At least, at least a little yeah. bracelet. What would Amazon but it's, it's do? It's so true. Amazon is killing e-commerce itself by itself. Even most recently. Recently, I found out that Amazon, I'm transitioning into Amazon a little bit. They have this pantry service, right? Where I can go into Amazon and I don't have to go to the store anymore. Every month or bi-monthly, however often I want it, they send my groceries to my house. Who, so who have, is this? Amazon. Yeah, right. Of course, okay. Amazon. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they send my groceries to my, I don't have to go anywhere. 
They just come to the door. It's there. It's crazy because the stuff, they'll tell me when they're sending it and it's like an hour before and then it'll be at my house in an hour. So I don't have spoiled groceries or anything like that. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. if it's what would Amazon do, I would just I would just copy them like Walmart is doing. I would start sending out groceries in the mile radius of the, because they have Walmarts everywhere. I would just hire people that are deliverers and they deliver the groceries to the people because then I would attract that market because Amazon, people don't know about the pantry service, right? Mm -hmm. But you're Walmart. People know what Walmart is. They shop at Walmart. Mm -hmm. So if you give them something to be like, oh, this is interesting. I would try it. Especially if you give it to them for free the first time. You got them. Everybody loves free. Everybody loves <laughs> Everybody free. Everybody loves free. If Walmart's listening to this podcast, they just got like I think a bunch of ideas. Huge. Yeah. Talk about, you talk about the Facebook board. Yeah, they should be hiring the Walmart board, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking about big companies, I have something, Ben. Oh, nice, Pete. What do you got for us? I got something from Apple that everyone's heard already. As you know, there's been like some issues with stuff, especially with, look, it, it's gone kind of bumpy ever since they took that headphone jack out. And then from there, there's all kinds of other stuff that has happened with uh, dongles and you name it. And so lately, you know, the everyone's been waiting for the MacBook Pro to kind of get to that next level. And we had the touch bar, which, nah, I don't know, I didn't really need it or... I always, for I always it. forget it's there. But it's just sort of, the, things have changed and everybody's kind of looking for it to kind of rebound. And so the 2018 MacBook Pro recently came out. And everyone's heard this story, no doubt, uh, now that we're in August, but where the i9 chip that's in it, that version, that model, suddenly would uh, heat up so much that they couldn't cool it down so it would throttle down. And it would throttle down kind of at a really way below the specs. And so it wasn't really performing the way that they were advertising that it would perform um, professionally. And so a guy did a YouTube video and then showed how he actually puts the MacBook Pro, the 2018 i9 MacBook Pro in a freezer and then recreated some, you know, stuff that he did with edits and everything. And the machine actually ran better in a freezer. And so they're just saying, you can't cool this machine down, right? And so Apple immediately had responded to that and then said, well, there's a firmware change that we've made. And so that should actually take care of the way that it deals with overheating. Not sure if that's really the fix, but I'm throwing that out there to you guys as a discussion on, and this is a great thing, like Apple, I mean, I still use my MacBook, my old MacBook Pro, my 2015 MacBook Pro that has an SD slot in it and all that, and I don't have to have all these dongles, but where do you think it's kind of going for them in terms of quality control that this guy found that out, but Apple didn't even know that that was happening, and so I throw it out to the well, table Well, first here. question, does it void the warranty to run your laptop in a freezer? <laughs> That's the most important question. It's a very small, fine print. No, because you did not break the seal of those screws. That's the, okay, <laughs> the second good. you take those screws off, man. Also, if you are, are doing... Off. Well, no, the question on quality control, though, that, that becomes an issue where how is it that a YouTuber is finding out the stuff they did, he edited some 4K footage. I mean, stuff we would do on a professional editing system. This is a MacBook Pro, right? And so that I think is the issue that it just kind of made people feel like, how could you guys not know this? Is what kind of testing did you do on it? Because Apple did say, well, you know, they were doing something that not most people do. No, that's a professional activity oh, sure. and, by, and by honestly, pros on a pro product. They probably did know that. And when they're saying that's not a pro thing, they're starting to see that the consumer is that God buys the pros aren't actually people who are prosumers, people who are just, you know, buying the pros, even though if they're becoming more and more 
or for the everyday person. Mm. Even like Apple was traditionally that higher end brand. If you wanted to get into video work like early 2000s, it would be, well, you got to get an Apple. But that's really not the case anymore. Yeah. They've always been great at marketing. And I think that just goes with the pro name. Like you hear the name pro and that just pops in your head like, oh, it's a professional computer. I may, you may be an amateur, but I want to learn oh, professional yeah. skills. So let me buy this. And it's Apple, you know? We don't buy Apple because their hardware specifications are super on point, you know? We buy Apple because we're buying into their brand and what they think. That's what we're buying. Well, when you say we, speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's, well, no, there's wait, a mixed group at this at yeah. the table, which is good. That's a good thing. Um, I, I was going to say one of the things that's a great takeaway from this, though, is that, you know how, let's face it, Android, for example, got better because of who Apple was, right? And so in the beginning, when you had an Android device, you're like, whoa. And then like now everyone's caught up and surpassed in so many ways. So now you have YouTube going on, this whole thing of people actually testing the products, like opening them up or running them through tests. And I think just the way Apple made other people better, this has got to be the moment for Apple to be better because everybody's got their eyes open now and then they're making YouTube videos. And I think it's a great thing. I really do. You know what, Pete, you may have hit something there because Apple did push the narrative. So maybe it's time for them to retire or move someplace else, you know? Well, I, think different was yeah. the right. That was the whole right. thing. And it's exactly. like, guys, uh, a lot of people are doing that. They're exactly. taking you up on that one. I mean, it comes to any point in any company that gets successful, they rest in their laurels a little too much. And that's starting to happen with Apple. Yeah. And they're, they're not innovating. They're just deviating from the norm. Just being different isn't an innovation. You know, like you can be different. You can, you know, well, we are uh, now shipping laptops with opposite screen dimensions like that wouldn't be an innovation that would just be different yeah and i think too i don't know i'm really i watch every worldwide developer conference i'm i'm getting less interested because it's a lot of like this is the fastest most whatever but i'm like okay well you have on this you have wireless charging but that's been around for a while and you're toting it like it's something new Whereas I think Apple's challenge now to say, hey, look, you guys were driving the conversation and now you're kind of catching up to some things. And people know this, like no matter what you say, no matter what your PR people do, we're smarter than that now. And so, look, I think it could be a great moment for them, but companies can do what companies want to do. Like we just heard when you guys were doing the thing on Facebook, they can talk about whatever they want in that boardroom and then it goes and gets fleshed out in the public. And so it'll be interesting to see what the, I know I don't get paid to run Apple. They're going to be who they are. And so that's uh, that's the takeaway is just companies are companies and we'll see how they respond to this. Well, those were a lot of great topics today. And just want to take a moment to thank our guests, Rigel and Brandon. Yes, thank you for having us. Oh, yes, thank you. And I want to give a special shout out to Janelle Ferrer, who has now left and moved on from the MCBS staff and the Full Sail staff. And Janelle, we just want to thank you so much for your influence upon so many people that Janelle was a course director here in MCBS. And we just want to wish her the best. So Janelle, a little shout out to you and... Um, Wish you the best. And Pete, also, it was wonderful having you back. I'm glad you've been found. And that is, and I'm Ben Macro, and that is the We Are MCBS podcast. Thank you, and have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.